Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike'd in Bed. I am Josh. And I'm Jasmine. And we are coming off of a pretty interesting week. Uh, it was a week of introductions, and uh, I thought it was pretty awesome. But we can kind of jump in before we get into conversations about uh, family. How was your week? Well, my week was good. I mean, it was a three-day work week. It's a holiday week. And, well, I guess it's coming to the end of the holiday week, but, you know, Thanksgiving was here. Came. It's gone. But it was good. We came. We saw. We conquered Thanksgiving. And that even involved a trip to see uh, my grandmother. And for the first time, our two kids got to meet their great-grandma, which was... A hectic experience at times, traveling at with times. At most of the time, <laughs> traveling with uh, two kids, two and under. Um, you have to be really prepared for anything, including your oldest being terrified of the hotel room. So, Well, you mean including your oldest, not only being terrified of the hotel room at night, but waking you up every hour by going, Mama? Mama? <laughs> so, yeah. That's better than his, his when he, he was scared one night and he came into our room and I, I don't know if I was even aware that he was in the room and he gets <laughs> his stuffed dog that he chews on all the time and just puts it in my face. And bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I put him in the bed because I was already up. If, you know, people might think I'm crazy, but I wake up every day at 5 a.m. I don't mind it. I'm used to it now. We have a good system. <laughs> I, I will say this. Uh, I, I'm very glad you're a morning person because I'm very much a night owl. So I do most of anything that I accomplish happens after 8 p.m. And for you, it's like 5 a.m., onward is yeah, is your I'm ideal during, range like i'm a morning person i'm good during most of the time i start to become useless to everyone probably around like nine o'clock at night, eight nine o'clock and i'm useless <laughs> to everyone until like noon basically yeah that's, that's, that's very accurate. pretty accurate <laughs> so we we balance each other out pretty well we're able to get our alone time when we need it the most which yeah. is super helpful but but yeah. i happen to be up Yes. And I saw him and heard him crying through the baby monitor. So I went and got him. And I was like, what's wrong? And he was just crying because he had a bad dream. And so I should put him in our bed with you because you were still sleeping. And I have to go feed the baby. So <laughs> I didn't know he was going to stick the stinky wet dog in your face. In my face. <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. Waterboarded <laughs> by mildewy dog saliva. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta love toddlers. So. so so anyway, we, we go traveling with these two and uh, it was just it was nice, you know, for for me personally, letting them have that moment, not only them, but, uh, you know, their great grandma as well. Um, after two long years of covid was just a really rewarding experience. Um, yeah. So it was, it was a high point of the week and and uh 
it felt like a less taxing work week for me, even though I did work four out of five days. Uh, my, my workload was a bit more manageable. I made it more manageable for myself. And maybe there's a lesson in there for me. I don't know. But, um, but yeah. Speaking uh, of families. Spe- speaking <laughs> of families. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the kids also got to talk to the extended family um, via video chat. So that was an interesting experience as well because our oldest has gotten much more confident the older he's gotten. And uh, instead of shoving his dog into my face, he shoves it into the camera to, to, meet, uh, to meet his family there. Just so. to be clear, this is not the same dog that was shoved into. Like, let's no, explain. this, this, is, is, this like, is a snowball this is, situation yeah, from like, The Simpsons. Exactly, this is his dog this name is Woof Woof. This is Woof Woof number three. Woof Woof three, Roman <laughs> He's numerals. Woof Woof number two in your face. Which yes. I think actually might have been was the worst, the worst one. Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was an awful sequel. I'll yes. say that. Woof and Woof number three has not been chewed on. He's been amazing. He's my favorite one of the trilogy. <laughs> He's the best Woof Woof. So just to be clear, this child still isn't carrying around the same saliva mildew. No, 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 no. We we reach a certain threshold, and I think the breaking point was that morning for me. Um, but he has not chewed on this one at all. He has moved past that phase. The other two are in a radioactive bag somewhere. <laughs> Hazardous waste disposal. Um, but yes, so so it was a good it was a good week for uh, family meetings for the kids. Now, what we want to talk about and focus on is the first time each of us met our respective in-laws before they became our in-laws, of course. And, uh, you know, going back in time without necessarily, um, (laughs) necessarily, uh, you know, reliving the experience there. I have to once again, just like, to put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Again, it's nothing to do with going back in time. But no. It, just, it pops in my head every it's, single it's time. It's Missy Elliott, and we better not get copyrighted from it. I know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't even <laughs> that. But, like, I'm over here dancing, like, to no music, because that's what I hear right now. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, were you feeling so giddy uh, the the day before you knew you had to meet no. my mom? <laughs> no. Well, I... So... I was nervous. I think this is normal to be nervous to meet anyone's parents, like your significant other's parents or whomever they want you to meet. But I think I was even more so nervous because I knew your mom's an introvert. Well. And like, I was nervous in the sense that I think I knew she was more of an introvert than you are. Yeah. And so I'm introverted, but I also feel like I, I don't know, I feel like I fall in the middle. Them, no, you don't fall in the middle. You you just fake it very well. I do. I fake You're it like me. I'm an I fake it very well. But I can fake it very very well. But I have to most of the time for my job and for other situations. But like, I know how to be social when I need to be. Yes. I do get very tired at the end of the day when I have to be like that. But I don't know how to handle it when like the other person also is incredibly introverted and doesn't say much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because then, like, I have to turn on my, like, little socialization hat and, like, start going, coming up with topics to talk about. And I don't like doing that. 
So well, that weather. Right? That weather. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Always great. the weather. Yay. It's sunny today. <laughs> sure rains a lot. Ooh, let me tell you. Yeah. No. I mean. How's that coffee? To uh. be fair, that was all I could talk to the Amish about when I lived in Amish country. That's fair. For I... the record, I'm not Amish, by no. the way. No. No. You know, I, I feel like, though, our podcast would be way more <laughs> successful if you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're not. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I I had the opposite issue um, because my mother-in-law <laughs> is probably the most extroverted human being I've ever encountered and by a wide margin. Um, so in situations like that, you know, you have to constantly, you can't constantly be engaged. So as bad as it sounds, you, you have to, you have to get as engaged as possible because you know, you're not going to absorb every conversational nugget that is dropped. So it's like a test of focus and endurance to keep track of where the conversation is going and also not have it go to uncomfortable or awkward places <laughs> as it sometimes can do i mean see for me like with extroverts all i say is uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah but and what I if i feel like that gets me through most situations yeah because, unless like, you <laughs> track of their train of thought unless like... <laughs> unless we're talking about certain people who say controversial things and you have to stay on or something slips like "Uh uh-huh yep and then like and then see he agrees with what i was talking about (laughs) which has happened before and then i'm like what (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's very true you do get yelled at when that happens yes i it's not fair because i can't possibly be focused on well you gotta listen for those like trigger words no there's like thousands of those (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think (laughs) I was much more nervous going into my meeting than you were with yours. Like, what were you worried about in terms of, like, meeting my mom? Like, were you just Well, I mean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I was given background information that led me to believe that that was the case. Um, That's true. You were walking into, like, I didn't know what I was walking zone. into. I don't know what, yeah. Not a war zone. I feel like that puts me think that you two didn't get along. But. I was walking into the, you know, those rooms in movies where there's like laser beams everywhere and you have to like crawl and duck and dodge to get to the diamond at the end of it. Like that's. Well, my mom's a warrior. So you were walking into a situation where she was already questioning you. Yes. About, like everything. Yes. And so that's what you were walking into and that's what you had to look forward to. And this goes back to, you know, our first episode of like meeting online. Like that's yeah. a concern of folks who aren't necessarily millennials like we are, you know, that this was, yeah, the, the stigma, the assumptions about online dating, um, they had to be pretty much dismissed quickly by your mom. And fortunately, they were. 
Yeah, which they is were. Good. It went really well. Um, and I have to say the same for your mom. It went really well, too. Um, I think it went as well as, like, three introverts in one room could make it go. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about my mom is, like, yeah, she's incredibly introverted, but there's generally not going to be much controversy with whatever is discussed. It's very surface level conversations, which I tend to prefer in that type of a setting. You know, it's not going to be like, so who'd you vote for? You know, it's not like that's, that's going to be, you know, pulled out right away. Later on in deeper family meetings. Yeah. In deeper family meetings. (laughs) The further you go into the family. The the, the circle of trust. (laughs) You get, you get that happening. So, um, yeah, I I wouldn't say I, I was super worried about meeting your mom. I was certainly worried. I think my biggest worry was, you know, not so much would she like me, but, um, like would she would she see me as like a good match for you i guess you know would she see me as somebody who's you know trustworthy and a decent dude that's fair i feel like a lot of people could relate to that i feel like that's what we probably all deep inside when we meet other people's parents worry about yeah cuz you can dislike someone to some degree, but still think, okay, well, you know, I wouldn't hang out with this person, but they're a decent person. Yeah. And, you know, I feel that way about certain people. I'm sure you do too. And yeah. so, but yeah, I, I'm curious, you know, so your biggest worry was keeping the conversation going or. In terms of being your mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't my biggest worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh God, she's an introvert. I've got to come up with some three by five note cards and jot down (laughs) 10 questions i think i'm the same worried you know you never know how close people are with their parents and sometimes you know that relationship with one of those parents can make or break like who you're with because if they don't like your partner or someone that you want to be your partner then some people will be like well then that's it i'm not one of those people but there are i feel like a decent amount of people out there who won't date someone if like their mom or their dad don't like them even their sisters even or their brothers or whomever yeah that's like a litmus test you know in a way and i think the great thing about both of us is you know we both love our moms and we both love our mothers-in-law like that's you know that's how you want it to be essentially but we also are capable of you know doing things differently and seeing things differently and not being beholden to, you know, their whims or views when we happen to disagree with them. Yeah, I'm actually not going to lie. I think I would probably be, like, my if my friends didn't like you, I'd be more concerned. Yeah. Just because, like, I chose my friends, you know, I didn't choose my yep. family. Yep. <laughs> but I chose my friends, and, like, those are people who, you know, I very much love and care about. And if they were just like, no, I would probably be very <laughs> concerned and could probably rethink everything. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I would agree that, you know, it depends on the person, it depends on the circumstance and and the emphasis placed on friends versus family. Yeah. I think friends can be a better barometer, but I will say that out of everybody in my family, um my sister's views 
were more important than my mom's just for me personally because she and I kind of can relate on that level to some extent yeah I mean I guess I can relate to that I felt and I guess the most comfortable telling my sisters about you and I felt the most supported by them especially initially mm-hmm. um like they were really excited like they had a completely different response to me being with you like that first month or two than my mom did and so I relied on like how excited they were to kind of like not let that get to me in terms of like my mom's worrying um so I guess in a way it was the same for me too where like because of my sisters I was like well they seem excited so I'm gonna keep trying and see where this goes (laughs) yes instead of letting you know the worry from you know my mom get to me yeah and I think that's perfectly fair and um I guess that was the most important aspect of family approval for me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, though. I, I don't remember when it was that you first met my sister. So I remember meeting all of your sisters pretty much at once, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just because of the circumstance. Yeah. Um, but I remember when I first met your family, and I remember when I first met Rebecca. I met... Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you want me to say her name. I'll oh, you can that. say her name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask her later. For a <laughs> there you go. I remember when I first met your sister. <laughs> and it was very early on in the sense that I think we'd only been together for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. It was when you um, planned that lovely beach trip when you very so <laughs> well planned it <laughs> to the point we had nowhere to sleep at night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you weren't mad. I wasn't I'll mad. say that. You were not. You were That's not how I angry. knew I really, really cared about you because um, any other person, I would have flipped. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Driving that far to a beach and you not book the hotel room in advance. But that's okay. Well, that will save that for another conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I met your, your sister on the way to that trip, like on the way to our beach trip. Um, your sister and her, at the time, partner. Yes. Um, which I, again, also quite introverted. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. But she's super sweet. Nice the entire time. Enjoyed the conversation. First time I met, I think, the other part of your family. So, like, your aunts, mm-hmm. your grandma and your grandpa and stuff. Not going to lie. I'm going to drive there. I was contemplating if I should get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat concerned i was like where is he taking me this is how some movies start <laughs> and it's a little worried it's a little it's, worried it's a western <laughs> pa for you i mean you saw you know where i had lived previously amongst oh, the amish but this wasn't this was even this was more questionable this was way yeah, more questionable i could see it yeah <laughs> i could see it but then everything turned out just fine. Everyone was super lovely, and they've always have been. And so yeah. Yeah, our families are both pretty supportive, and you know, if you're in an interracial marriage or relationship or any relationship that is like not quote unquote the norm, like you know how important that mutual support is. 
because you know without that i feel like it's a lot harder to you know get through some of the rougher times yeah yeah i would agree with that i mean i feel like it's another layer of i don't want to say issues i feel like that's negative but there's just another layer of stuff that you have to consider in an interracial relationship i think you can call i think you can say issues i think that's fair i mean it's it's it can get heavy sometimes yeah um you know especially in the u.s but yeah and just like with families like just kind of going back to that like you don't Mm -hmm. know truly like how people really feel you only know what they tell you yeah. So you hope everyone's being honest and you hope it's a good environment, especially now that there's kids involved. Yep. Do I occasionally think about it? Occasionally. Sure. But I know everyone has like the best intentions, even if they come across strange sometimes. Yeah. They have the best intentions. Um, but yeah, it just I feel like the whole interracial thing just, you know, it adds some stuff that, you know, you really, really have to sit down and talk through sometimes because mm-hmm. you just want to make sure the, the situation was interpreted correctly. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it helps to be open and not defensive and trying to understand, like, how, trying to see where, like, the other person is coming from without necessarily being able to understand what that feeling is like but yeah and there's just so many cultural differences yeah like families are different at least in my opinion not just from like house to house but like if there's a racial difference there's usually always a cultural difference with that and so you know that can make meeting family members or you know going to family functions an interesting (laughs) experience if you're not ready (laughs) so and by ready I mean just like if you don't have that experience or you're just not you know never experienced a situation or an event before with like a particular group of people you may not know how to it opens a lot of it it, it opens people up though in in ways that they otherwise wouldn't I mean you know I, I couldn't have imagined my mom for example with your um, grad school graduation, you know, eating at an Ethiopian restaurant with, with all of us, you know, that was an experience that I didn't have on my bingo card. So and she did it. I mean, she you know, did do it. <laughs> yeah. it's good food. It's great food. It was delicious. And I dislike sometimes where we live because we would never find that food here. Oh, never. Pittsburgh, right down the street. Yeah, right, exactly. We Delicious. Yep. Chicago, delicious. Yep. Here, doesn't exist. So, yep. <laughs> but no, that is a good point. You know, taking your mom to an Ethiopian restaurant, but it was delicious. I feel like your mom enjoyed the Ethiopian food. She did. Yeah. yeah. She liked it, and she never would have had that experience otherwise. Um, that's just not something that she would have sought out, and, you know, that was a, a, a great um idea i think that was your sister's idea yeah yeah that's where they brought us after the graduation yeah it was yeah that's a good example though of a situation that you wouldn't think yeah 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 i mean it really broadens the idea like you know who is family what is family like certain 
like maybe you have an idea in your head of like what does family look like well you know when you're in an interracial relationship or marriage that idea for some folks on either side of the family you know it's like oh well now that's family and it completely changes perspectives I would just, I guess for anyone, not just for those in an interracial relationship, but just be open to the fact that you might have to explain things. <laughs> like, I feel like in, like, a relationship where either both people are from the same culture or some race, like, even in those relationships, I feel like at times you'll have to explain something here and there, but especially if you come from different backgrounds and different cultural backgrounds and there's gonna be a lot of explaining <laughs> and just I guess you know be open to that because you're gonna have to explain things to family um especially if they do something that you don't consider to be appropriate so <laughs> having to explain those situations um or just like cultural things or like what's different you know my family does this during Thanksgiving or you know my family does this during Christmas and I think just be open to yeah. the fact that you're, you might have to have some awkward conversations. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you're not going to gravitate to or, or like everything, you know, on on any front necessarily. Um, I know my family really tends to bond over board games a lot. And yes. not everyone's into that, you know, especially when things get really competitive as they always do um and people say things that you wouldn't normally expect to be said <laughs> i'm not gonna lie though the first time i had to play a board game with your family i enjoyed it like that was because of how stuff. competitive it yes. was <laughs> like i didn't even it... care if i was losing <laughs> i was just like woo. <laughs> it gets brutal it gets really bad to the point where apologies have to be made after hours and and you hear about them the next day. <laughs> it is fun, though, because I feel like my family didn't do, like, we didn't do board games. Like, I don't have many memories of board games. I, so, like... I do. I remember one year in particular. Um, had to have been either the first or second year we were together where we went to your mom's. I think it was for Christmas. And we played like three or four different board games. That's because I brought them for something. You brought them? I thought she had they them. They were my board games. Oh. <laughs> they weren't hers. So you wanted I to do it. I initiated the board game playing because I like to play board games. But like I said, my family, you know, we're not big board game playing people. I like them, but it wasn't something that would randomly happen. Like That's, I would play yeah. board games like with my niece and my nephew but, like, we were kids at the time, so <laughs> we didn't play much as adults, so. Yeah, no, it's very weird. It's like, <laughs> it's when, when you play with my family, it, it's like um, you have certain people who just assume certain roles. Like, I have an aunt who, if we're, like, playing Monopoly, she's got to be the banker. She doesn't trust anyone. Doesn't trust anyone else. Sits over the money. Yep. Yep. Because you'll be cheating. And then you get the banker to help you cheat. I'm like, nah. (laughs) That's not how you play, damn it. Sure (laughs) But yeah, I I think, um, you know, 
so that's a that's a tradition that even I question sometimes. <laughs> the board games, I can go a round or two, but hours and hours and hours. Like at some point, I want to sit down with my family and just be like, "Hey, let's just talk." You, you can know? talk during board games. No, you can't. Not yeah, with my family. Insults. Yeah, that's the thing. It's trash <laughs> talk. That's not. That's not like sipping tea or coffee and just relaxing and chatting about life. Nobody wants to do that. They want to pummel each other into oblivion. That's, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Now, at least with your family, like like your side, there's conversation. Some of it's there's juicy, some of it's of not. There's a lot of conversation. Side. People on the other side of my family love to talk. I can't keep, I can't keep <laughs> up with it most of the time, but... There is a ton of conversation trying to track who said what, when it was said, why it was said, what's going on over here and over there, and this person saying this and that and happening over here and this over there, trying to connect all well, the that's cause the murder that's happening over across the street. Yeah. That's because it's like you are the only introverted person there See, amongst I your mom and sisters, I, I think. I, I don't mean, know I could that's be. That's true. But I mean, out of all of them, I'm probably the quietest yes i observe a lot of the situation more than i kind of partake in the, the situation yes <laughs> yes you do but i feel like i have to be that person because everyone is kind of talking and doing all the things that someone needs to sit back and observe so that when something happens and someone's like well how did we get to this point i can be like excuse me yep. I, I know i right. kept track i have notes <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, you need that one person, and that happens to be me. But, yes, it, my family's very, very loud and in a good way. Like, they just yeah. love to talk, love to do things. So it's always a, a moment of um, excitement for the most part. Definitely. So two questions for you here. Yeah. Um, best thing that came out of meeting my family. Oh, you're struggling. <laughs> Wait, no, because I'm trying to understand the question. It's late. Remember how I said I function the best? <laughs> it is 8.18. That is when I decline in We've got 12 minutes. I'm a morning person. <laughs> and around 8, best, 9 p.m. Best thing about meeting my family. And go. I, I mean, why can't you go first? Okay. Best thing about meeting your family was learning how to dance because I didn't know how to dance before your sister's wedding and then I kind of slowly Whoa, wait a minute that wasn't because of them well I danced with you but you didn't learn how to dance because of them I sure well but I I gained the confidence <laughs> to take those dance steps and now I feel comfortable dancing and I even danced pretty well at our wedding and then but even better at way better, <laughs> way better. <laughs> one of I my best your, friends yes. but it was a, it was a progression <laughs> you know and now you know i could i could dance in front of people and, and it doesn't bother me i don't know if that counts there was positive encouragement and affirmation that is that okay, totally that's counts. fair my family does cheer you on they cheer me on but, okay. that's we can even broaden it they cheer me on <laughs> crazy care. hobbies i have the <laughs> all care of it a lot. yep 
I mean, I don't know. It's the same about your family. It's like I got another whole group of people who deeply care about, like, my livelihood. Definitely. And that's nice. I don't know. It's nice to have another another group of folks that care. Yeah. I would agree with that. And my last question for you. What are you most looking forward to as we get further into the holiday season? Is this family or like family related? Oh, not necessarily. It oh. could be icing on cookies. Oh, I wasn't prepared for this question. This is off topic. Oh. Yep. That's how I roll. <laughs> as we prepare for the holidays, well, you know, I'm mentally just preparing for having to redo the tree every morning yep since you know woof woof has now turned the tree into a climbing gym yep um <laughs> good thing you can't pee on it good thing right it always helps when they're stuffed <laughs> so um you know i don't know i'm looking forward to watching our oldest because the second one's still way too young to know what in the world is happening. She just stares at the tree and just <laughs> <laughs> kind of spaces out a little. Where it's like the oldest one knows what's going down. Yes. And I'm excited to get that weird elf back out and... Alfred. Alfred, I'm sorry. Gotta get Alfred out and put him back on the shelf or whatever he goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, I'm just excited for all those things because now he knows what like a lot of it means and like he wants to engage or like last year he just thought everything looked cool yes but this year like he wants to do the things and he wants to know about the things and so that's what I'm most looking forward to and I hope he helps me make cookies we'll see what happens but yeah I'm looking forward to Tarotis just season season the season season the season <laughs> What about you? Since I had to answer that off-topic question. All the Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. You are. It's a Wonderful Life kind of person. That's right. I am, but there are so many good ones, and I'm looking forward to that, and hopefully our oldest will sit down completely still enough to watch at least one of them. Not it's a wonderful life, I can tell you that. I oh, no, no, no. He, he's, he's got another 12 years at least <laughs> before he's going to gravitate to that. But yes. And just to be clear, I think it's a good movie. I don't want people coming after me saying, oh, she's It's an amazing it. movie. It's a good movie. Yes. I just can't sit still through all of it. It's, it's, it's Jimmy movie. Stewart at his best. Yeah, it's Mr. I Potter, like I hate you so much. <laughs> That's my all best right. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> on that note that is our show for the week follow us on the gram at Mike in bed oh you got it I got time. it this time <laughs> have a fantastic week everybody we will see you next time <laughs> <laughs>